Welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I am Jack. I am Zip. I'm Adina. <laughs> and guys, we have a interesting... <laughs> no, let's scrap that. We have a movie, we have a movie <laughs> to talk about today yep. called I Accuse My Parents, which I have to say it that way because it <laughs> makes me want to say it as a statement, not as a title. Is this the oldest film on the list? Oh, absolutely. Okay. This came out in 1944. Yeah. Yep. So right in the middle of World War II, as we learn <laughs> at later on. Mm-hmm. Now, I I am going to leave this room if either of you tell me that you've seen this movie before, because there's no way in hell that any of us have heard of it before, right? No. Please? I oh, d- no, 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 no. No. Okay, thank you. I yeah. mean, I will. Wa- I watch black and white films. I love old films. Yes. But I had never heard this, no. heard of this. I had never, yeah. So to me, and it was so surprising to me, because I I hold old films in such high regard yes. that it never occurred to me that there were bad ones. There can be bad ones. Right? Yeah. And c- clearly, because we just watched one. They just yeah. don't either, they either get lost in time or... In this case, this movie's on this list because, like its predecessors on our list, it was on MST3K. So a couple of you have probably seen this episode out there with their dub. None of you have seen this movie without the dub. (laughs) There is no way in hell anyone has seen this movie that was born before or born (laughs) after 1960. Yeah. That's being generous. This movie is really bad. Okay, Zip, <laughs> yeah. what do you got for the synopsis? Okay, we have um, on IMDb, there are two entries, a uh, short and sweet one, and then one that you know goes into a bit more detail. I'm going to go ahead and read both of them. Uh, the short and sweet one is, Young man goes to work for gangsters to impress his nightclub singer girlfriend. Yep. Not necessarily <laughs> no, true. No. Or grammatically but correct. Or yeah. grammatically correct. Yep. But 
you know, those are people and events in this movie. Uh, here's the longer one that goes into a bit more detail. Ignored by his alcoholic parents, Jimmy Wilson starts hanging around with some shady characters. After falling in love with a lounge singer, Jimmy tries to impress her by doing jobs for her shady boss. After one of these jobs goes bad, Jimmy ends up on the run. Eventually, he must confront the truth, his past, and his parents. Did the guys who wrote the opening <laughs> title crawl for Theodore Rex write that, <laughs> s- that uh, synopsis? What the hell? Uh, maybe. You never know. That's everything. <sighs> um, Great. So we don't have to review this then. Cool. Well, okay. just about <laughs> everything. There are some half-truths in there. That, yes, uh, it's true. I will, yeah. I will argue that he, uh, both of these are wrong in that he starts working for the crime boss in order to impress his lounge singer girlfriend. I don't think that's true. That's not true. That's not it, why that he starts not to why do he it. Does it. In fact, she Ooh. tells him not not to. to. Yeah. Well, the benefits he gets from working he needs for the him. Money. He just needs the money. Right. So yeah, I mean yeah. Which is strange but because just two scenes before that, he says he doesn't need. He the doesn't money. need the money. No, no. Yeah. Well, one of the m- one of the confusing things about of, yeah. this film. Let's just go ahead and jump into this one, guys. We open on a court case. We're going to be flashing back in this movie, but we're starting out at the end of the movie. Court case. This man, this young man who has, I believe he's 19 years old, he's been accused of manslaughter, and the judge is talking to him, uh, you know, holding him accountable for this, and asks him to provide his testimony. He says, well, I like to accuse my parents. Mm-hmm. And that's what starts this whole movie. And then the judge proceeds to let him tell his entire like his entire previous year, mm-hmm. which uh, th- all the events leading up to the what where he is now. Yeah. Again, let's look at this realistically because why the yeah. fuck not? Sure. <laughs> what kind of court proceeding is this? What lawyer gave him the go-ahead to do this? Why isn't the prosecutor jumping in on this? Why isn't anything... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it already starts out not making any sense. No, it doesn't. Because well, the judge says... I mean, he the, the judge says you even refused to, right. to speak on your own behalf. On your own which behalf. Which is a detriment to your own case. Right. And then in the, in the last five minutes of his possible free life... He decides to speak yeah. for a long time. Yeah, he speaks it for an, an hour. Yeah, by saying, well, "I accuse my parents." I guess I shouldn't say this, but I accuse my parents. Large gasps of <gasps> incredulity from the audience in the courtroom, except the parents. Funny enough, yeah. Except th- yeah, but they just looked a little bit Who, concerned. Who might I add are holding hands? Yes. yes. And looking like very concerned, frightened parents. Yes. Which is completely contradictory to what we're about to find out. Yes. So we flash back as he's telling a story to he's in school. uh, He's being honored for something. He He won won an an essay contest. contest. Now, before he says this, he talks about having friends. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So before we get to this flashback, he talks about having friends. Yes. So, and I only say that out loud because it gives us the first key into who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Okay. He talks about having friends. 
Then we get back to this essay contest that he wins sometime. And I'm thinking it's when he's in elementary school or middle school. But no, he looks exactly the same age he is right now. Yes. Okay. And and he wins this essay contest. And uh, the principal is the person announcing it, apparently. Yep. And they, uh, apparently this essay was about how wonderful his family is. Yes, correct. And they want to meet his mother because only a wonderful mother could have created a child who could have written an essay this beautiful. They they invited her out to the Mother's Association. Yes, which is tomorrow at 11. (laughs) Yep. The next day. And he's really excited about having his mom come uh, to the meeting. And so he goes home to tell her and... It tells us that she's not home by the camera. Almost, I feel like the cameraman must have been drunk during this because it just pans around the room at different shots. We see alcoholic, bo- empty alcohol bottles. We see champagne glasses. Yeah, the the place is pretty pretty much a mess. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was like a, a completely wrecked hotel room. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what that's it looks sort like. Of what it looked it's like, like giant yeah. until until moments after that when we finally get the wide shot and see. This is like a freaking mansion. Yeah, it's their home. That's just like the sitting room area of a giant house. Yes. Yeah. And while he's picking up or looking around, this woman named Shelly enters the room, and we have no idea who she is And we, at any point in the movie. And that's the only time we see her. Uh, yeah, well, no, she comes. She, well, we see her. She's, w- yeah, briefly. Um, yeah, one other time. She just uh, sister, maybe I don't know. I don't think but so. She's that's what I thought at first. She's but no, flirting I think with she's no. like a neighbor or something. Yeah, but she just walks in. Oh uh, yeah, just walks in. She's like one of the neighbors else. from Troll Two, but she <laughs> she is flirting with him. She is asking to drink with him, and before they start to enjoy their drinks, the father walks in, and then the mother eventually comes in. Yep. And then we have a scene that I know Adina wants to talk about. Well, here's the thing. The exchange. Oh, my God. So so the first thing we hear is that he's got friends. So in the school scene, we don't see that he has any friends. Right. Then this woman comes in who clearly wants to be more than friends, and nothing happens. No. Then this no. woman, Shelly, starts to flirt with his father. Yeah. Okay, gross. Yeah. Okay. Then the mother comes in. Okay, and the mother and the father just bicker. They are just at each other all the time for almost what seems to be no reason. Like, his father is home, his mother comes home late, they accuse each other of drinking, of being out all hours, and they're talking about, they already talk about, well, why, why are we still married? It's a very sexist scene, too. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, I, I oh, yeah, because he's like, where's when's dinner? It's a different time. I, I mean, you, you can't fault him to an extent for right. that. But yeah. still, it's very uncomfortable, especially in today's day and age. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you can, it's 1944. The woman was expected to have dinner. I get that. But, I mean, it's just terrible. It's so, really uncomfortable. So then Shelley leaves, and the, his parents are fighting, basically. And so Jimmy tries to talk to his father first about this essay contest that he's won. Yep. His father just brushes him off and says... Hey, here's five dollars. Go celebrate. Yep. And then he's out. 
Yeah. The parents are dicks. I mean, they, they're establishing oh, yeah. that yes. right away. Yes. I, uh, yes. And then to further drive it home the next day at the meeting that he was excited for his mother to come to, who she said she said she was excited. She was going to gonna go. be there. And he, we're, we're watching him talk with the other women and people are talking about well, him. And she, uh, I mean, just before, and this, before though, this, we see she's, she's getting ready. dressed she's up, bought a new hat. And she's, she's got a dress. Go. She looks beautiful. And her husband is laughing at her. Yes. Laughing at her. And she's like, why are Calling you laughing? And he was like, I would think the reflection in the mirror should tell you. Yeah. I mean, and it is. I mean, this is really brutal. Yeah, this this, di- this dialogue. Yes. Mm-hmm. This father's just a butt. Oh, my her. God. They're so horrible for each other. And so then she starts to cry. Yep. And then we go to we see him we at this meeting. meeting and everybody's talking her up and talking him up and yep. how great it and he is pathologically lying about his home life. Okay, so here is clue number two. And the guy and I don't know if he was directed this way or he just could not act, but he comes off as a complete sociopath. Okay. Yeah. So he, he says he's got yeah. friends. He says he's got a great home life. Everything's fantastic. But the truth is, that is as far from the truth as it could possibly be. So he's talking up his mom, how wonderful she is, and then she shows up late and drunk. Very drunk. And she played drunk well, in my opinion. Yeah, she did a good job. I enjoyed her drunk. Yeah. So his essay's clearly a lie, and she wants to come into the party. Everybody sees that she's drunk. People are laughing at him and at her, and he gets her and him out of that meeting as soon as possible. Right. Right. But, you know, there's no there, there's no talking about it afterward. There's no communication right. on that front. We just cut to Jimmy later getting a job at a shoe store, uh, paying, I had to note down just because of time, $25 a week. Yeah, yep. $25 a week. Yep. And it's and oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, and he's getting a job because he needs a job. And he needs to be out of that damn house. Right. No kidding. Yeah. So then we see him uh, cleaning a window, and there's a beautiful blonde on the other side of the window. Yep. And they can't communicate because, of course, there's a window between them, and she's pointing at shoes. He's not understanding what she wants. She's like, how much are they? Whatever. She finally comes in, and he says, this is my favorite line, I think, in the whole movie, are you interested in something in shoes? Um, yes, because it's a fucking <laughs> shoe store. <laughs> yeah. I, you work in a goddamn no. shoe store. I'm I know it's your first day. For a washing <laughs> right, I know it's your first day, but yeah. yeah, she's coming in for shoes. He's easily flustered. It shows us a couple of times when, when during this first exchange. Yes. Her name is Kitty, and they're talking, and he's putting a little bit of flirting on her. She's not taking all of it because... You know, he's mm. not being doing a very good job. He's giving <laughs> he's her a shoe size two sizes too big. Yeah, he's he's all flustered. He, he doesn't know, know what how to, to do. Put a fucking shoe on. Right. <laughs> well, he's probably never touched a girl before. Or a shoe, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but one of my favorite things that happens here because I forgot that they used to do this was she didn't pay for the shoes right away. She asked if she he could. If they could deliver, yes, COD, COD, yeah, and I thought, oh my gosh, they did that. Remember they used to do that, right? So yeah, so she, he promises. No. <laughs> no. Jack does not remember. I don't remember. He promises to deliver the shoes to her as soon as he gets off work, which will be shortly after yep. six. Okay, and then before before he gets there, twice we hear that he's got a drinking problem. 
which we never see. Jimmy? Yeah. No. We never see yeah, this. He no. talks about having a hard time with alcohol, and so he's been laying off of it. Mm. But we never see I it. Don't, yeah, we never... We don't see him drinking. We never. I mean, he see almost him does do with it. Shelley in the beginning, but right. we never but actually. But consume. he because he says, "I've been having a hard time with it, so yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do it." Yeah. So, yeah. So he. And I would think you know seeing your parents do it on a daily basis would be enough to keep you from doing it. Right. Fair. Right. But they end up going back to they they go to Kitty's place after he's off work. And so he can give her the shoes. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. they spend hours talking together mm-hmm. and bonding and. Things click. Yes. And it's kind of a neat thing that happens. A lovely moment that they, they, I feel like, I mean, especially from her part, because I thought she was lovely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I thought the women in this movie were quite strong, in my opinion. I mean, (laughs) unless you really think about it and realize that after knowing this guy for maybe two minutes, she invited him into her apartment when no one else was there. Yes, but Vera, to her roommate, to be fair, was going to be home. Was going to be soon, but sometime. She yeah. doesn't show up for two and a half hours. Uh, right. Yes, no. but I mean, it, you know, it I is. Mean, yes, it's, it's a, a romantic nice connect, thing. Yeah. But so she yeah, just, you know, stranger danger. That's weird. What I'm yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he finds out from this exchange that she is a lounge singer. Yep. As we yep. indicated in our synopsis of the movie, and. We cut to he goes to visit her at the nightclub where she sings. Because his parents decide to take off and go to the to beach. Go off to, yes. the, to a beach house for the weekend. For the weekend, which his birthday is, is the next the day. Next day. Yes. So they leave him money, don't they? They leave him 20 bucks. They yes. hand him $20 and say, go out with your friends. Yeah. So they just decide to go off to the beach on his birthday. What the fuck does his family do? Okay, because, right, and... And both and, the mother and, and the father, father are go- completely with other, other people. Other people at this party, apparently. Yeah. So they go all they all go off to the beach. So he decides that he's going to meet Kitty and hear her sing, and um, she's got a lovely voice. She, she can does. sing. And she sang all of her songs and in this movie. Yep, and, but no, the songs, except for one, for, except for one, the, these songs suck. They're, oh, they're terrible. terrible. But they they're didn't need, they needed, terrible. They, they were only in the movie because they wanted to break. They they wanted to meet a runtime. I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, it I mean, they be. are this terrible. Was, each of the songs are like three minutes yeah. long. Yeah. And Boring. the first one is, yeah. "Are you and happy this movie in your is work?" Only an hour and eight, eight minutes. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So the first song is, "Are you happy in your work?" And the the it's, so it's you'll be happy in your work yeah. if you're in love. What? Yeah, the the song is terrible. G- and the she lyrics. asks everybody who passes by, "Are you happy while you whatever their job is?" So, right. are you happy carrying this tray? Are you happy taking this picture? Sure, I love making less than minimum wage <laughs> and just tips from assholes. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, it's a great time. Yeah, it's terrible. Jeez. But she has a lovely voice. Yes, she so, does. so they end up talking at the table, and she asks him, "Why wouldn't his?" parents want to spend time with him and he says oh well i had to do some talking to convince them to go ahead and go so he lies about that then she asks yeah don't you have any friends and well I, my my grandmother isn't well and i would rather spend oh, my time with you so so he, he continues he, yeah. yeah but he continues he, to lie 
Okay, so instead mm-hmm. of just being vulnerable, he continues perpetuating this fantasy world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's creepy. It is. And then things just get more complicated when we meet Blake. Yes. Who is romantically involved with Kitty. Kind of. It never actually. We never actually see any romanticism right. between it is the Im- two. Vera, her roommate, says to her, "You know, he's madly in love with you and yeah, is yeah. never going to let he's, you go." Yeah. He, yes. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got her under his thumb, so to speak. Yes. But he talks to Kitty about bringing Jimmy into what he does. Now we cut then to another musical number from from Kitty. Love came between us once yes. again. Really great voice. Terrible song. Yes. Uh, now we Blake. And Jimmy meet, and he asks Jimmy if he wants a job on the side, not anything to give up his current shoe store job, just something to run some errands for him on the side. But don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. And this is while they're sitting at the table with Kitty. Now, guys, I got to talk about this. Okay. Um... This restaurant. This sounds serious. Yeah, no. Oh, the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've moved on from the lounge where she sings. Yes. Yes. And I would like to add that they've asked Kitty to sing songs for the people in the restaurant, to which she obliges. Yes. Mm -hmm. Number one. But the waiter brings by the check. I had a lot of problems with this part of the movie. (laughs) Oh, no. This is where I started to see why this this was on MST3K. Because for one... This restaurant, this waiter is dressed up like a cowboy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the whole it's it's yes. a it's a it's like country yep. country western before it became what we know it as. Yes. Yep, checkered uh, tablecloth. Yeah, so checkered tablecloths. There's wagon wheels hanging yep. from the roof. Yeah, the the band is dressed up like a a, a like a jug band. Yep, kind of. They sure are. You know, like hee haw. Yep. Uh, and you know what? I, I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I saw Until the check. Until you saw what they had ordered <laughs> right. that was on the ch- written on the check. Did you did you write I it? I did. Down? Oh, yep. do it. Okay. There, I did. Here's do it. what was written on the check. So, <laughs> item one: Lobster Louis. Is it, is it Lobster yep, Louis? That's right. No, Louis. Louis. You're right. Louis. Lobster, Lobster Louis. Louis. I'm on. Did you write down how much it was? Uh, I don't. Okay. Well, I remember what the whole total was. I remember what the total was. Yeah. But yeah, I wrote that there was four. I, yeah, I wrote the total. Uh, four lobster Louis, four filet mignons. Yep. And by the way, who is the fourth person? Don't know. Uh, there's no only idea. three of them. Yeah, only there's three. only three of them. So three bottles of champagne, which that means that three of them drank an a entire bottle, bottle apiece, each, and they're still talking coherently and fine. Yep. Yeah. And then a cover charge coming to a total of seventy-eight dollars and eighty cents. Guy makes twenty-five dollars a week. Yeah. <laughs> and these food items. And the, the waiter delivers food th- like this, dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> Something's not adding <laughs> up. And I mean, the bill certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And the so fact that, that that they even had her sing an entire song for everybody, and they couldn't even give them a break. Right. So yeah. Exactly. So then Jimmy says, "I'll take the bill," and then he sees it and he can't pay it. And to me, I'm like, "Well, you're the one who said you it, didn't need money." Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he's, because in the previous it, back at the lounge where Kitty sings, he had said, you know, because she mentioned that as like, "Oh, well, you just work in a shoe store," you know, 
And and he was like, oh, that's no big deal. I mean, uh, you know, I have money. It's not like I need the job. Right. I'm just checking it out to see if I like it. And if I do, then my dad can buy me my own shoe store. He says those very words. Plus, his yep. dad keeps throwing money and at him. Both of his parents throw him. Uh, like, his mom wasn't going to be back in the first scene when he right, got home. Right, and left him so 10 bucks. So she left him a 10. Yeah. He won the essay contest. Here's a five. Uh, right. It's tomorrow's my birthday. Here's a 20. His parents are throwing money at him constantly. Yeah. So the fact that he if has he to write saved a check. Up, plus, you know, if he had saved up all that money, plus the $25 he made at the shoe store that week. He would have been made fine. More sense, I think, if it actually It would have been okay. But what pisses me off the most is that th- everybody at that table, including the rich gangster. And the fourth, the missing fourth person. And the yes. missing fourth person. Elijah. Knows <laughs> that the reason they are out celebrating is because it's his birthday and these sadistic motherfuckers are still making him pay. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Fuck those guys. That's no, true. seriously. Blake's a they, yeah. I mean, they, because Blake, right. is, Blake is the one who suggests, oh, well, if it's your birthday, then we have to go out. They I did. know the perfect place. He invited them out. That's right. They didn't even have the decency to tell the waiting staff that it was his birthday so they could sing a happy hoedown exactly. birthday song she to didn't him. Even, she Dude. gets up and sings for the entire restaurant she doesn't even bother to sing happy birthday to him dude so first i totally of all, see why her. he went to a life of crime now god i get yes. it you know, yeah fuck these guys well yeah so yeah the rich games it was like you want to get on this guy if you want to get on this kid's good side and make and get him to come work for you pay for his birthday dinner you have the money but no he says oh well they you can pay by check oh well do you have a blank check Yes, yes I, I do. do. Even though we know he has a wad of $100 bills <laughs> in his pocket, he yeah. pulls out a blank check and still makes the kid pay for it. Yep. You know what? Terrible. The, just well, yeah. this Blake kid is, a is living gangster. Like I I mean the act oh, of this movie is I mean it's not awful it's but it's not bad. He's not it's intimidating just, whatsoever. You no, don't take no, no, him no, seriously no. as a threat. You don't take him seriously as a man of power. Nope. You don't see a whole lot of confidence and charisma from the guy like you should from that type of role. And so, this, I mean, well, and there's there's something too. Like I uh, I wrote down why is why is um, Kitty still hanging out with Blake? And uh, very shortly after this, he's, he's he says he says out loud, nobody ever quits on Charlie Blake if he doesn't want him to. Like he could have just stopped. Like I, it was so crazy. Nobody, if you had just stopped on nobody ever quits on Charlie Blake, mm-hmm. that yeah. would have been yeah. intimidating. And then he's like. If he doesn't want him to. Exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. So, there's not only dialogue-wise, he's not supported, but he's just not, he's not intimidating. He's not scary. Right. Well, and, and it's because of that exact reason, is that because he actually says that line towards the end of the movie. Didn't oh, or does, does he, he say it right now? Because he says it later on. When the kid finally confronts him at the end, he says... Oh, yeah, no, he says it earlier. Okay, yeah. so he yeah. says it twice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the second time Sketch is when race. the kid finally yeah. comes back to confront him. He's, Nobody quits on Charlie Blake. Yeah. And because of his non-threatening demeanor, yeah. when I heard him... I, I must have missed him saying that the first time. But yeah. when I heard him say it the last time, and it was while grabbing the kid's lapels... I say nobody quits on Charlie Blake. All I could think of was Brokeback Mountain, and that was it. Oh. <laughs> I was done. I can't uh, it quit put a completely you. Completely new oh. spin on the movie for oh, me. Oh, I love like, that. They did meet in a cowboy-themed restaurant. There it is. Um, that's all I'm saying. I yeah, love that. Go. Well, love Jimmy, it. Jimmy does take the job working for him. Yes. And he starts making bank because it cuts to him dressed a lot nicer. He has a fedora on. 
he he's making money. That's what they're trying to establish with this on the side, making these deliveries that he knows nothing about. He doesn't. He's not aware that he's in a he's working for a, a crime. Exactly right. because he the less he kn- if he doesn't know what he's doing, then he can't spill right. yeah, on the game that's right. of yeah. what he's doing. But see, that's where the movie kind of shifts for me in its purpose because oh, suddenly a huge shift. The parents, the depiction of the parents from then on, are suddenly they're like really cool with each other. They're getting along. Like the next scene yeah. is of them getting along, having a good time together. Yeah, they fighting. seem to be fine, and they're no longer a part of this kid's story. Exactly. They're just like they now the they're the regular story. mom and dad that yeah. he always wanted, and it's, it's just so weird. It's weird. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's no consistency with that, and there should have been because this movie has a moral that it's trying to put on us. Which we'll get oh to. God. Oh God! When it hits us very heavily over the head with it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I mean. It, no, no, I'm just kidding. Coming. Yes, it, it just, does. It, it's it's very. The, it's along the same lines as Reefer Madness and all that yeah. stuff. It's one of those kind of movies. It was a propaganda. It, yes, of life. yes. It's an exploitation movie. You on, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Jimmy, so we learned Jimmy is delivering contraband and stolen goods. And papers and whatnot, documents to different people to right. make yes. to make his pay. Now, Blake later on catches Jimmy on the phone with Kitty. He calls her from his office, and Blake listens in, and that's when he learns about their relationship, and he doesn't like that. Yeah, because Kitty's been hiding Jimmy from Blake. Jimmy has been hiding Blake from Kitty, and so. They've got all this deception yes. happening, mm-hmm. and then Blake f- finds out about their that they're really in a relationship. And why didn't Blake tell Kitty about the about hiring Jimmy on? Because he suggested that they would earlier, and right. she didn't seem to give any implication that she was against it. Yeah, especially it's when weird. she's intimidated by the guy, so yes. he has no reasons to yeah to fear her knowing of that. Anyways. Uh, but they, he catches them on the phone, and their relationship is very serious because he's been taking her out. He's been spoiling her with his new profit, mm-hmm. and they hint maybe the marriage is is in line. Who knows? But that's where Jimmy, excuse me, Blake confronts Kitty and says, "I'm not cool with this. Break up with him, or I'm going to kill him." Basically, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kitty does just that. She sends him. She sends him off. She breaks his heart. She dumps him. While Blake is in the other room listening. Listening in to mm-hmm. make sure that she does just that. Yes. Exactly. So Jimmy runs off. Well, he, he doesn't run off just yet because he's still working for Blake, and it is on his next job that right. he learns that he is driving a getaway car from a heist. Yeah. And that's when he confronts Blake about it because that's when he realizes, hey, I'm working for a criminal. Well, because right. a, a police officer gets killed. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which he didn't sign up for. No, no. Yeah. And Blake threatens Jimmy. This is when he says, hey, you're not quitting. This is when he, you know, gets serious. Now, the cops are on to Jimmy. That's where the problem comes in. And I think as a result, as he's being escorted away, he gets beat up by Blake's men? Yeah. Uh, Blake's. Yes. Blake, so the police come yeah. to visit um, the, the, the shoe shoes. shop yeah. owner. And are asking questions. And the shoe shop owner, to his credit, is is quite, you know, calm and's like, look, Jimmy, you got to clear this stuff up because yep. I don't want any kind of trouble. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go home, talk to your parents, you know, work your stuff out. And Jimmy has is on his way to give money to Blake's men like he's he's doing a drop. Right. Yes. And then they beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. 
And they just leave him lying there. And some people, some men discover him and help him and get him home. And We're his parents are gone. And suddenly they're dicks again, I guess. They're, they're, they're MIA. Again. Shift. So then he's looking around for stuff and he's he feels like he's got to be on the run. He's got to get out. Yeah. And there's a gun in a desk. Yes. In a desk. Yes. And he leaves a note that he has to go away for a while. With really good handwriting. And he signs it. Jim. Yes. Not Jimmy. Nope. Which is what everybody calls him. He's a man now. That's right. And that's what I wrote. Because he's all grown up now. Right? He has a very good signature, though. He does. So, yeah. It's almost like someone else wrote it. (laughs) All of the the notes are impeccably written. Yeah, Yeah, they're beautiful. So they can read it. Mm Because it's in older movies, you see it. Shown it and held, lingering on the on the note yes. shot, so you can so you can actually read make it. it out. Yes, but yeah, he runs away, and he takes a train, and he's got the like the hair hanging in front of his face. He looks yeah. like a crybaby, <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, he takes a train. He's and he hopping around. Hitchhike. Town. He hitchhikes. Yes, right. Yes, yes. And then he gets on a truck. Where exactly he goes, but we don't know. We have well, no idea. We have no idea. Like superimposed images on top of him. Standing. It's a montage. Yes. Y- yeah. You need a montage. Even Rocky <laughs> had a montage. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So it's Thank just a you. shot of him I standing love you guys. in a, you know, in a dark uh, studio with just a light exactly. shining down yep. on him. Yeah. And then you see a picture. Internal the, torment. The, the <laughs> video of the, or not video, but film of the train superimposed yep. over on top of him. And then you see him like sticking his thumb out like he's hitchhiking in a truck. <laughs> is superimposed over him and yeah uh, j- yeah it's like, yeah oh, but I we have no idea traveling. where he's gone I don't know where he's going yeah but the guys the problem but is I sure know where I've been <laughs> is th- the problem now is that Jimmy needs money <laughs> so when he comes to this cafe at night and he sees the the store owner counting up some cash as he's about to close. Adina is so excited about this. I'm going to let her take this Because he's my Hobo in a Barn Award. So let's just go back real quick where Hobo in a Barn comes from. And that's from Bad People. And uh, he's because, you know, (laughs) when when there's a really awesome one character, one scene person who's my favorite, that's my Hobo in a Barn Award. When he's not a puppet. (laughs) When he's not a puppet. So, yeah. So this is the, the cafe man. His name is Al. And um, so Jimmy is is sort of casing the joint a little bit. He doesn't have any money because we can tell that because he's sticking his hands in his pockets. <laughs> he doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. So so he comes in. He asks for a cup of coffee, and he's got the gun. You can see the gun. And this guy, this guy Al. Oh my God, I love him so much because he asks for a cup of coffee, and then he's like, "Hey, you want a burger?" And he's like, no, 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 I'm not hungry. And he's like, look, you know, if you're broke, it's on the house. And this guy, Al, has sized Jimmy up within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And he's, he has this huge speech, which I didn't write all of it, but I wrote, he's like, give and take. That's my system. Better, and, you know, you, I, I share. This is how the world works. Yeah. You know, you don't you, have money for a burger. You can, you can, uh, Pay me back next time. Sorry, I don't know why I'm turning him into yeah. Rocky. But <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. Because <laughs> you said because you saying Rocky had a montage. That's why. That's it. Yeah. So, but he, he's this he's this wonderful old, you know, he's exactly the father Jimmy wants. Mm. Yes. This is this guy, and so uh, during this speech, yeah. Al says to him, "Better give me that gun, son. You can't eat with one hand." And so. 
it, and he just he, he it, I mean it's so it yes he says he, he says you know some guys get sore when you pull a gun on them mm-hmm. right I mean he's just so it's it's so out of place but actually so beautiful because there's so much kindness from this guy where it's not warranted it's so weird but he he gets Jimmy to give him the gun mm-hmm. it, and and he Jimmy allows him to take it and keep it and then he gives him a job and a place to stay. And offers to go to church, take him to church. Well, he says he has He's to go to church with him every Sunday. Every Sunday. And then they go fishing afterward. Yes. Now, see, you, Dina, you're going to get a little bit upset with me. <laughs> no. I was a little bit more skeeved out with this scene. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> I felt like he was being killed with kindness a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and I and you can totally get there. You can totally get there with this scene. Like, okay, son, I'm gonna give you a job and a place to stay, but you gotta, you gotta come to, gotta come to church with me every Sunday. If that movie were made today, it would be cutting to a scene of him with his shirt yes. off in bed next yeah, to him. There's no question. There's no question. Get back to bed. Right. I'm gonna <laughs> take you to church. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Zip. Yeah, it's true. If it were made today, but this guy was actually coming from a place of love and kindness. Yes, he was. And that's, that was the intention. And that was the intent. And so Jimmy found the father he needed yes. in this cafe guy, Al. And he ends up staying, we find, two months. He's there yep. for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it, and I, it, so there, there's my Hobo and a Barn Award goes to Al. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but you know, through this, Al, uh, I, I guess from talking with Jimmy about everything, he t- he talks him into going back to confront his past. He even goes with Jimmy, yeah, all the way back. They talk to Kitty. Yes, and and the this is the final song in the in the movie. Yes, another, another Where number. can you be? Which is actually the best song in the film. It's not bad. It's also the shortest song in the film. It's That's like true. one one verse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the lyrics are really good. So, fun? yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I paid attention this, you know, because I was listening because the songs were terrible, except for this one. Not bad. So, yeah. So Al gives them the strength and courage to come home and they talk to Kitty. Yeah. Who comes clean about being intimidated by, by Blake to leave him alone. Yes. And that's when... Blake, uh, excuse me, Jimmy says, I'm going to just confront, I'm going to turn myself in. I'm going to go to Blake and try to take him in with me. And he confronts Blake. And there is a struggle because Blake, as you may be surprised, is not cool with going to jail. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> Why? Eh. And so in their struggle, in their ensuing struggle, Blake gets shot just as the police who Jimmy had previously called arrive and see and that's what brings us to the court trial yes and back to our original scene yes we're back to the beginning so now we know what led up to this kind of (laughs) (laughs) not the way the movie wants you to believe because the judge is saying you're oh god your story is supported by the evidence in this case what evidence? Yeah, I just what we have you said? We what? we haven't seen anything. We no. didn't get any of that. No, yeah. unless you're getting testimony from people who know you. But in which case, why would you be looking, at getting the book thrown at you at this point if the evidence against you wasn't so overwhelming that the story couldn't support it? Right. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. No. But he gives him his sentence. 
he says he he gives him a, a suspended five year prison sentence and two years grounded with his parents until he's twenty one. Okay, so so this is when I went, what? He's not twenty one. Because this guy looks like he's 27 or 28 years old. I'm going to find yeah, out. He looks that way, yeah. but he's supposed he's to be... He's supposed to be under 21. So yes. he's not 21, and then the judge gives him back to his parents? Correct. Which are the cause of the whole thing, right? Well, they want you to think. Right, so then the judge spikes the camera... He looks mm-hmm. directly into the camera, and this is when we get our moral. Pull out your kazoos. Yeah, this is when we get our moral. Um, and this is when I wrote, oh, so this has been a morality lesson. Oh, yeah. That if you don't give your kids the love and attention that they deserve and need, your child may go down this road. Which, yep. From the points we've talked about, you can kind of see where they're coming from with the abu- with the neglectful parents, but you don't see nearly enough of it in this very short film to justify this means. Right. Exactly. They set him on a track, but most of the problems that came to him were of his own naive naivety. Naivete. Yeah. Words. Words. Yes. Yeah. Plus. He's a sociopath, okay? Mm-hmm. He's a freaking pathological liar who doesn't have any friends. Nope. And, you know, everything that happens to him, he had choices. He had free will. Yeah, his parents were kind of sucky, mm-hmm. okay? But man up. Do your do your thing, dude. You're smart. You're talented. You're charming. So well, take some responsibility, please. Yeah. And then at the end, they have this big super... Uh, on that on the end credit that says they're going to show all the military this film. Yeah. Why? That I overseas. That's what I Overseas. Didn't. All I the overseas ma- military. Why? Yeah, I don't know. You're already away from your kids. I don't know. Why? Yeah, I mean, that's Why? Yeah, yeah, I that that was strange to me. Like they thought that this was a a gift this movie? About how uh, your parents fine, are man. dicks. Maybe it's just film, a thing to do back in '44. Maybe that was just a thing. Like, well, but see, that's that's what I'm saying. Who actually financed this film? Yeah, because it I was it wasn't a major studio release. No, no, no. no. Yeah. So, so and yeah. I so just looked up his age. He was 22. Wow. Well, he yeah. didn't look it. He, didn't. he looked he older. Didn't. So yeah. So this. And that's it. That's the movie, everybody. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah again, an, <laughs> that's an hour it. And, and eight minutes of almost nothing. So, you know, uh, uh, I you know I feel I feel about this one like I kind of do in the mix uh, that uh, it was like kind of, uh, uh, you know. I, I, I mean, know. I was, I this was a lot one more passionate about it in the mix. Well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, one. but I mean, really, this the. This this movie doesn't hold up. It doesn't. No, it, no, it doesn't no. do what it wants no. to do. It failed there. It, I think it's it was a lovely vehicle for uh, Mary Beth Hughes who played Kitty. Mm-hmm. She was lovely. Um, I think the women in this movie, especially, I loved her roommate. I could have seen more of of her roommate. Yep. Um, I thought the mom was good. I thought the dad was okay. I did not particularly care for Robert Howell, who went by like five different names in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. If you look at his IMDb page, yep. um, Mary Beth Hughes went on to do a ton, a ton. of stuff, yeah. a, ton of, a stuff. ton of stuff, and he did too, but not nearly as much as she did. And I, uh, so I just, I feel like it just failed on a lot of different levels. Yeah. And but it, it could have been 
it could have been something really good. They had a they had a good moral in mind, especially for that period of time. It's sure. such a stressful point in our country's history. Absolutely. But they just didn't execute it the way it should have been done. It right. should have been it shouldn't have been such an extreme for one. Yeah, it just it didn't it, it didn't hold up because the, the through line with his parents it wasn't consistent. They didn't show us how terrible they were throughout, and then of course we see them together at the end. Yeah. I mean, because they talk about divorce mm-hmm. and, and they stay together. And if you're going to show us too, you know, a movie about what uh, the worst that can happen when you're neglected by your parents, show us the worst that can happen. Don't get him right. off easy. Yeah. I, I'm not saying every movie should end on a down note when you have an agenda like this, but when you're trying to bring a moral to us, show us the dark side. Yeah. Don't give us a light at the end of the tunnel when you want us to learn a lesson from your movie like this. And exactly. With a lesson like this one. Yeah. Um, as far as additional, tr- uh, let's go ahead and go to a uh, quick break before we get on with the additional stuff. All right, so we are, we've already thrown some uh, some trivia out at you. Additionally, the filmmakers they paid every cent for this to go of, to be shown overseas. Excuse me. As we said, Kitty sang all of her songs. That's all I really have for trivia. Did you guys dig anything else up for this? Um, sh- Mary Beth Hughes was the first TV celebrity weather girl. No kidding. Yeah, huh. I thought that was kind of cool. That's cool. So yeah, and she did all her own singing, and and I think. It for me, like I've been watching a lot of the old movie musicals and yep. stuff, and so I I loved that they tried to do that, have mm-hmm. the l- sort of singer act, you know, those performances that would often happen in movies like this. Is they this the just worst movie musical that you've seen? No, oh no, no, no. That's good. No, no. I mean, the out of the three songs, one was good, and it, it would be, have been worse if she couldn't sing. Yeah. But she was a lovely singer. She was. Mm-hmm. A beautiful she, singer. She so I, you know, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool that she was the first TV, you yeah. know, weather girl, yeah. you know, back then. So, and yeah, but that's, that's all I have for this. And it was, it was mislabeled as I, I accuse my past yes. at one point. Yes, it was. The title of the movie. So. A terrible title. Now, I, and that begs a good question. With the title, I accuse my parents. Yeah. I what, what was the od- intended audience for this movie? Do you both think? Do you think it was for parents directly, or do you think it was for kids? I mean, with that kind of title, what audience do you think would have wanted to go see this movie? That's a, well, those that's two different questions. Who yeah. would have wanted to see it versus right. who it was who made would have for. made for? Right. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. Uh, I think it's. I think it's clearly intended for parents yeah because i mean because that's the whole point of the judge directly addressing the camera at the end Mm -hmm. but then it focuses like we said so little on the actual parents and well it does but it's 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 meant for the parents to understand what could happen because the thing is is that even by the time even by the time the the parents drunken gambling escapades to the beach or whatever it is they were doing you know by the time that that didn't matter anymore it wasn't relevant to the story and they were actually okay being around each Mm -hmm. other Mm -hmm. the entire discussion they had was what is he up to where is he going every night why is he out so late right Ah, he's probably got a girlfriend or whatever 
It's yeah. like so. I, I mean, it's and isn't still it your job idea. to look the, the after whole him? The point is the parents should know where their kids are. Right. They should right. understand. Right. You know, they need to take the time to talk to them. So I, I think right. even though we focused on him. It was to show parents, see, all of this could be happening and you have no idea. Right. Cause when Pay did, attention to your kids. When but did that thing start where they, they, they would announce, do you know where your children are? Right. I so that's, I, th- I think it started later than that. Okay. I think so, But yeah. it, I think that's the point. It was like, you know what, y- here, so you're off gallivanting mm-hmm. and... So and so here's what happens when you just you just let your child do whatever. Yeah. Here's so here's the lesson, bitches. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Exactly. So so that's why that's why I sort of have to wonder like who actually financed the film because you know there was this was that time where in order to find funding for their movies, people would get church groups involved or right. they would, you know. And yeah, and maybe maybe and that's who it was. That, I mean, that's but this point. is the kind that yeah. had that message. Yeah. And and I and I that and even though they didn't make as big a deal out of it as some movies that were financed by church groups that bringing it back in with the guy from the cafe yep. being like, and you have to come to church with me every Sunday. Yeah. Right. That's part Cause of the he deal. didn't go to church with his so parents. They didn't push it. They didn't make a big deal out of it, but that was part of the solution. Yep. Was, and if you go to church every Sunday, you'll turn out to it's be like, a good person. Well, like Jimmy's right. Jewish. What? Well, Jimmy's Jewish. Right. Well, I don't, I don't get the fuck. Out <laughs> <here>. <laughs> I'll take a guy with this a gun, but any Jews? No. No. Uh, <laughs> the Jews weren't in charge of Hollywood back then, buddy. <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> All right. I, I thought I we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly not on this film. Well, the worst line, best line. I think this one wins on both counts. Are you interested in something in shoes? (laughs) (laughs) And then for me, all of Al's speech at the when he first comes in for best line. Yeah, Uh, best line. Sorry, the end. I just the end. This movie was just dull, (laughs) and I was just it was it was it was was. like Troll Two last last time was a much long well not much but a, a longer movie, but it felt so much. It felt like it, it went by so much oh gosh, than yeah. this one did. 36 Bam. minutes into this one, and I was like, oh. I was checking God. my watch and thinking right. this must be almost done, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, worst line, again, similar to the first, is I accuse my parents because that what's, that's what just started this whole mess. Right. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. fact that the, the judge was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this not bullshit testimony. As if you got uh, My favorite was no one quits Charlie Blank. Uh, blank. <laughs> um and then uh, <laughs> my the the worst line, and this is simply because it felt like someone like mistakenly read a stage direction, and they just decided to keep it. It's when the mother shows up for the meeting and she's completely hammered. Yes, yes. And the gasps and reactions oh, I- from the other women at the meeting, mm-hmm. and the first one <laughs> to speak turns and looks, and just as indignant as i have ever heard how shocking (laughs) and i'm like okay no one says it like that two they're not gonna say that out loud that's like interior monologue like no one actually says it like that out loud 
that's just not a thing that happens. Yeah. So it's almost like they were using to the oh you're shocked uh, like how oh, how yes. shocking you know uh, how. Uh, and like, then so somebody no. some extra went <gasps> how shocking. And someone yeah. actually yeah. said it. And it's, but it's uh, how shocking. The silver lining to it though is is that the producer's wife got to be in a movie. <laughs> oh so, well, yeah, that's probably what it you was. Know, there yeah. there is an upside to it. Yeah. from a certain point of view. I mean, there's a couple of other lines in that scene that were clearly written yeah. because they echo when he's trying to sleep that night and yes. he's reliving the memory of yeah. all these horrible things that were yes. saying. But the how shocking just oh my comes God. out yep. of nowhere. And I was like, yeah. And with that, we move along to drinking game. What do you guys got for this one? Anything? This Anytime somebody throws the kid money. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. So that's a the, I mean, yes. that's, I can that's think of one. I can think of at least five moments right off my head throughout the film. Wait, yeah. Swig. Go. Uh, I I would say not shot. No, I yeah I would say a swig. Yeah, let's go with a swig. Yeah. Because yeah. there's there's like two of them that happen fairly close together. Yeah. Does that include every time it's implied that he's gotten money because of when it cuts to him being richer? Well, I would say. Well, because there's the one scene where uh, um, when he when he first goes to to Blake and says, you know, I'll work for you, and but I need the money up front or whatever because he's short. Yep. He's like, I need a hundred dollars. Oh, well, oh, that's a lot of money. There you go. Just pulls out a wad of cash and hands him the hundred dollars, and then hands him another like, and here, use this to yep. buy whatever and keep the change. Yep. Um, so there's that, there's uh, like his dad gives him money, his Mom mother gives leaves him, money. him money. Yep. I yeah. like that I one. I think there's enough that yep. for that you can swig every time yeah. that happens. Yep. Um, uh, I would say, uh, anytime Jimmy lies. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, wow. That's a lot. Yep. Sip. Yes. <laughs> Sip. Anytime yes. Jimmy lies. Yeah. I'm going to go with your two. I'm going to defer to your two in this one okay. because... Yeah, if 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 you just do a shot every time there's a song, that's a little bit too heavy. I mean, well, there are only three songs. Only three songs. In, in combination with those two, it, it'd be a little tough. Yeah. So <laughs> unless you're playing like a yeah. champ, Probably. guys, uh, I say go with with Zip and Adidas on this one. <laughs> and with that, guys, what did they do right with this movie? Uh, I I think the the. Kitty, the, I think Kitty's great. Yeah. I think yeah. Vera is great. Owl. I think the skeleton, like the bits and pieces of it, are oh. good. Unless if there's a skeleton. Yeah, no, like the yeah. like the the intent. Uh, you know, I think that if they had just been consistent with the parents and cut, like they could have made this movie even shorter. And or if they had been consistent, I think that they could have gotten their message across. Yes. Much right. better, and if they had recast Jimmy Wilson, um, I think they would have gotten an even better I- return on their investment because he just wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. I didn't care about him so much. And yeah. I, 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 to piggyback off of that, like I said a little bit earlier too, I, I think that they had a decent idea, a decent approach. I don't think this was necessarily a hey, we have a an ambi- an intangible, ambiguous moral that we can kind of make money on. Let's do that. I think that they actually did want to teach a legitimate lesson with us and yeah. not just cash in right because yeah so, uh, but it w- they failed they had a seed they just didn't know how to water it yeah. right no that's yeah, so cute. Okay. zip anything for you um ending credits uh, no, <laughs> I, I mean, well yeah i, I mean th- I, I mean i can find 
fault in just about everything uh, yes. in this movie. That's not to say right. it's entirely bad. It's ju- it's just it's yeah. So it, it, like you said, it, it just feels like it's like well this this plot point has to happen. This moment has to happen. This moment has to happen. And now let's let's beat them over the head. Right. You know, with our moral that we were getting to all along. Yeah. And this and would have been fine as like an after school special. Oh, well. yeah. oh yeah. Well yeah. but that's a but if they, too long. They right, but I mean if they if now. they had chopped it and if they had, you know, done exactly what it needed to be, then it would have been a perfect after school special. And and cut out all of the gratuitous stuff that made it feel like they were trying to stretch it out. Right. To right. be feature length. Right. When it when they I mean, they could have done this as a short film easily. and been done yes. with it. And it would have been, it would have made a lot more, uh, had more of an impact. Indeed. They could have taken Kitty out completely. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was a fun part of the movie, but if they just had him working, uh, working and running into this guy at a nightclub because he went out on his birthday. That would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been it. Cut out the redemption angle of it. Just have it turn out where he's in the shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And then, and then don't let this happen to you kids. Yeah. End of story. And then lastly, Zip, we got one more thing to tackle today. What do, do you got? We? Yes, do we? we do. What, what is, is it? it? What time is it? <laughs> oh, yes. It's the flaming cinematic turd meter. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm going to do it. There, there's nothing offensive about the movie. There's nothing rage-inducing. It, it's, it's, it's just, it, you know, it just it is what it is. It's fairly boring yeah Yeah, that's its biggest Uh, that that that's really the biggest thing other than that i mean there's eh, it just is yeah so uh yeah we're gonna i gotta go all the way to the bottom of the scale on this one and just give it a one are you kidding me all right it just is what it is yeah Hmm. well with that said, folks, that's about it for another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Like I said, like us on Facebook. we got a Facebook page. It Came From The Bottom. You can also go to Twitter, I-C-F-T-B Podcast. I'm still getting that right. <laughs> and like I said, folks, if you really like our podcast, do us a favor. Give us a review on iTunes. Definitely helps us get the word out there to some people who would like our podcast, hopefully as much as you. Now, with that said, once again, I'm Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. And as usual, we're brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Next time, folks, Devil Fish. <laughs>